God, I would hate to work for Tim Burns. <laughs> like, because he'd have to. Like, you just have to watch hours and hours of just. Uh, I was going to say you have to restrain yourself footage. from ever making a comment about his Lego ass haircut. Does he have a Lego haircut? Oh. I don't know if I know what Ken Burns oh. looks like. <laughs> oh, hold still. No, you need it on a bigger screen. Don't put your phone away. I'll I mean, I saw laptop. his Vietnam War documentary. It was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, he's a talented yeah. documentarian. Mm-hmm. He looks like. Um, what does he look Do you like? You know who Al Davis is? Uh, yeah, the commentator. No, he. Or no, that's Al Michaels. The owner of uh, the the Raiders is a billionaire. Oh right, yeah. But his haircut is yes. Asinine. Yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about now. Look at this. Look at this haircut. What? That's what Ken Burns. That's looks Ken like? Burns. Wow. I, he looks like. I'm definitely trying to think dying. Of what that, the guy's right? name is? Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman, Spinal Tap, Christopher Guest. He looks like it a Christopher does Guest look character. Like it just sort of snap it on there. It does. Yeah, like it. Every morning he wakes up, just he's got a little aperture on the top of his head and mm-hmm. picks up his, his little Lego wig and just, you hear a little... He certainly dyes it, too. Oh, well, what gave it away? <laughs> the jet black uh, <laughs> nature of his. <laughs> How right. old is Ken Burns? I don't know. Old enough. Well, you, you just go... I just closed the tab, uh, man. Control-Shift-T. I know. I know the secret. You have nothing new to teach me, warlock. <laughs> 69 years. Welcome to Never Better. A show that never gets any better. I'm Spencer. And one fact that I've come to accept about myself is that I'm never, ever going to find a normal-looking hat that fits my colossal head. Craig is also here. Craig, what's uh, what's one hard truth about yourself that you've had to come to accept? You know, I have struggled with hats as well. My per- you know. Oh, please. No, really. Pencil eraser looking ass. Come on. Really? Don't give me that. I got a big cranium over no, here. No, you do not. Oh, stop I'm it. looking right at it. It may, the volume may not be big, but the circumference <laughs> is... How does that work out physically? The volume's not squat, big. It's like an obloid, you know? Squash, but long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the earth. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. A spheroid. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it, I'm afraid. I don't, I don't think I believe you on this. I think you don't have something, and you're just trying to copy off of my homework here. Um, an uncomfortable truth about me? Tell, me? tell you what. How about we do it like this? Just keep it in the back of your head for now. Okay. And then at the end of the show, uh, you know, maybe you'll have come up with something. Do you have one of those tools that they use to measure skulls? <laughs> the calipers? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> what do you think I get up to in my spare time? <laughs> like D.W. Griffith or something? Oh, nice. Topical. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> We're really sticking it to the director of Birth of a Nation today. <laughs> have you been? It's been Another, a couple uh, weeks. Uh, First and nope. middle initial, this last works. name. Yeah, I mean, that was the style at the time. We got to get back to that. Are there any not modern the measuring, examples? Not the measuring skulls. Yeah, not thing, not the, the uh, extremely racist uh, clan recruitment films, maybe. The, not. Uh, the naming convention. Yeah. Who do we have these days who does it? Anybody? J.K. Rowling. Well, that, well, yeah, I guess. See, that, that seems like an argument against at this point. Right. Who else? K.A. Applegate? Who's the K.A. Applegate? Sure, with Animorphs books. Oh, the, with the cover where it's like... Yeah, where they're turning into rats and, and yeah. eagles. And uh-huh. There's one where... I think there's one where someone just turns into another guy. 
That's got to be weird. I don't know. Well, there's not many. Not many. Essie Hinton? Yeah. Mostly women authors, I guess, yeah. to try to get around the uh, the sexism of the, the book-reading public. Right. Hmm. hmm. Makes well, you think. Makes you think. C.M. Gray. C.M. Punk? C.M. Punk, you're right. Oh, there we go. That's one. That's one for the That's good one. guys. <laughs> Please, Mr. Punk was my father. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. His last name's not Punk, right? <laughs> I assume he's not. It's, it's Punkhauser. Okay. <laughs> Punkman. <laughs> Punkman. What is his name? Philip Jack Brooks. I feel like I'm not supposed what? to know this. What? P.J. Brooks. That's not even close. Imagine getting into the ring and your opponent's name is P.J. Brooks. You're like, <laughs> all right, well, this is going to take five minutes. <laughs> but are the C and the M supposed to stand for anything? That's a great Or he question. just picked letters. He's 44 years old. He's old, yeah. I had no idea. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't say in his Wikipedia page, at least in a, a way that's... Concise manner. Yeah. I'm looking for a CM Punk... Quotation mark. Not finding anything. I don't know. It's a mystery to all of wow. us. What do you think it stands for? Um, Critical mass. Charles Murdaw. Charles Murdaw. Yeah. Punk. Punk. <laughs> I mean, and associates. I had the Murdaw thing on my mind. The, the, the lawyer family who killed the, those people. Oh, right. The guy who got on the stand and said, what a tangled web we weave to himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like as a lawyer, there are things that you read in the papers where you're just like, mm-hmm. it just takes a year off your life just knowing that that's a possibility <laughs> on the stand. <laughs> Something your client might say. Like, cause up to that point, I think most people like, you're mostly worried about the saying like, well, I, I never said he didn't have it coming. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, which, <laughs> but what a tangled web we weave. Now just philosophical platitudes. <laughs> You know how that sentence ends, right? No. No? You know, yeah. What a tangled web we weave when we practice to deceive. Mm. You don't, it's the sort of thing you don't want to say under right. oath. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> like asking him about details of his, his alibi or whatever. He's like, like, ah, boy, I lied a lot. Or like answering <laughs> a question and then ending it with, or did I? Yeah. If I did. If I did. <laughs> hey, Twitter world. I got a piece of news for you. All right. Totally unrelated. No segue. How, how do I segue into this? Speaking of, Craig, help me stall while I come up with something. Um, la Cerveza La Pacifico. Or Del Pacifico. Speaking of, uh, well, you can read it off of the can. That's Del. It would be Del. Yeah. Now that you've brought that up. Speaking of uh, fairground food, ballpark food, mm-hmm. you get beer at a ball game. Sure. If you got to go, ice cold beer. Yeah. Oh, those guys. Reading from abcnews.go.com. Okay. Don't know why to go. Oscar Meyer renames iconic hot dog on wheels to Frankmobile. Oh, no. <laughs> why? Like, before we really get into the meat of this, ha, ha, ha. I didn't, I, I didn't think that ahead of time, I promise. I would have done better than that. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. It's not going to catch on. Let's, no. just, let's just say that right now. No. Or, or else we're going to spend the entire time dwelling on that one right. singular point, which sure. is 
worth dwelling on perhaps, but not great audio content. It's not going to catch on. No one will ever call it this except in Oscar Mayer press releases. Headquarters, yeah. No way. Uh, Oscar Mayer is rolling into a new era, changing the name of its iconic Wienermobile to the Frankmobile. Look, I know. Well, I know. We got we to get past it. We're, we're going to be here this all This is day. a PC culture. Am I right, Spencer? <laughs> I hope so badly that that's what this turns into. <laughs> you can't even call stuff a wiener no more. All the people enraged about Bud Light, this is what they yes. need to be. <laughs> Just wearing shirts that say wiener on them. Yes. Please give me this God. Please. <laughs> Bright red letters. Uh, I will say this next paragraph is a real... Uh, what's not not triumph? Um, a, a real showcase of my least favorite thing in like just fluff journalism. Okay, it's it's a little it's a very it's a stupid pet peeve of mine, but I have mm-hmm. it. Sure. I, I started noticing it, and now I can't stop. Right, and it's the thing that you do. It's it's a very like high school English paper move where you've said a word and you. So, like on pain of death, you cannot repeat it. Right. Even if it's as central ah, to yes. your topic as yes, Wienermobile yes, 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 or yes. Oscar Mayer. So keep that in mind as I proceed here. The name change is the 27 foot long hot dog vehicles first <laughs> in nearly 100 years. Kraft Heinz, the parent company of the cold cut brand, said in a press release that the new name, quote, Pays homage to the brand's 100% beef franks. I don't know where this voice came from. I'm sticking with it. As it debuts a tasty new recipe that is more flavorful <laughs> than ever. I'm what, not sure where what's happened like, to Oscar Mayer that they needed to like, uh, well, shake they, things up like they're this? They're debuting a tasty new recipe that is more flavorful than ever. This is a press. This is just like, are, are, are the Mayer. numbers down? <laughs> are, 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 <laughs> well, what happened to putting more hot dog buns in the package than there are hot dogs in the package? We tried that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it kept us afloat for a while. <laughs> I, I think that's that's the only explanation they're giving is like, mm-hmm. oh, we're trying something new. But so, they don't. Oscar Mayer doesn't need to try anything new. They're like Coca-Cola. They yeah, exactly. They are what they are. Like every now and again, a company will do something like Domino's Pizza. You remember if, like several years ago now where they had the whole ad campaign. It's like. We're sorry our pizza sucks. We're, we oh, have right. new pizza now. Yeah, Please right, come right. try it. Right, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It was better. It was better. It was markedly hey. better. I don't hate Domino's anymore. The Papa had some bad ideas, but <laughs> he had a couple good ones while he was there. Look, you eat, you eat 40 pizzas in 30 days. You're going to come <laughs> up with some insights. They might not all be great. They might not all be pizza that was related. such a bizarre interview. <laughs> Well, look what happened after that. He's just that. sweating bullets. <laughs> I ate 40 pizzas this month. And look what happened after that. After that interview where he said the day of reckoning is coming. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. What happened then? COVID. The papa. He knew. What do you think? What pop- did he know and when is my question. Well, it's kind of like how like um, The Rock knew that Osama Bin Laden yeah, was dead that before. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, hey, can't talk about it right now, but got some crazy (laughs) news from my friend Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that weirdest Papa John knew COVID before before we knew. (laughs) The oven leak theory. (laughs) He should start a new pizza company, right? Should he? I mean, what's he got to do? I mean, I guess he's he's hanging around the house to keep from like 
an early grave, I suppose. Yeah, I guess for his own sake, he should. Are, are people going to buy it? Well, to keep from an early grave, you should probably not be eating so many pizzas every month. Well, uh, that's just not, that's, that's off the table. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. The man has certain needs. <laughs> how many, And be honest, how hmm. many slices of pizza do you think Papa John's eats in like a week? Oh, in a week? Well, it's, it's got to be more than down. five, right? How many are in a regular pizza? Eight? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so that's 24 per day times seven. That's, uh, yeah, 148. But do you think it's always just, it isn't mixing like a Stromboli or something, a calzone every once in a while? 168, 168. Uh, no, I think it's just, I don't think he believes in that kind of pervert shit. No, I think just classic pie, pepperoni. I think I might pay not a small amount of money to have like a, to just follow Papa John around for a day. Because <laughs> I'll either be really impressed mm. or just be really sad. I mean, if you say you're doing a documentary, he might pay you to do it. He it was the, like he did something racist, right? Didn't he like oh, yeah. scream the n word at a meeting? When I, that I don't think he screamed it, but he yeah. Well, he, they were like doing a sensitivity training. Yeah, like, all right, so you gotta like sort of steer clear of some of the racist language. Right. And he goes, like, "Oh, you mean?" and just right, belts right, it out. Right. <laughs> um, as new Oscar Mayer, all be Franks. Can I say one more thing about Papa John? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's kind of crazy that they can still call it Papa John's Pizza. Yeah, because he's not there anymore. No. As far as, uh, you know, best of my knowledge, he was pretty succinctly kink, kinked, kicked out. Yeah. Not, I, don't know, I don't know what kinking out means. Let's not worry about that. I don't, want, I don't want to know what Papa John's kinks are. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you can guess. My desires are... <laughs> You might say a little unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Fifty Shades of Grey, Craig? I'm just thinking about all the things they could be doing to like the you know, crushed little, tomatoes or something. A little know? piping bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a picture here of the new Wienermobile. Oh, sure. I'm just, I, I, I can't. I'm not going to crack Oh, myself. did they change the design as well? Uh, I, I don't think really, but they, they put a new coat of paint on it that looks mostly the same except... On the bottom part, the bun part of the chassis, mm. <laughs> um, it says the all beef beef Frank Frank mobile. The all beef beef Frank Frank mobile. It's right there. But why beef twice? The all beef beef. I don't know. That's a good question. They just <laughs> I have no idea why they did that. The but all hey, beef I'm talking mobile. About mobile. It. Yeah. The all Frank beef Frank mobile. Wiener. No? No wiener anymore. Frank. Why not just, you'd make more sense to just call it Oscar, the Oscar mobile. That sounds better. Granted, it does sound like a little green fuzzy guy would be like piloting a trash can around your neighborhood. <laughs> so I guess they might want to avoid that kind of cross pollination. I mean, for the Frank mobile is not much better. It's not. No, it sounds like a, a dirty no. plumber is no, like a mobster. Yeah. Hey. As new Oscar Mayer, all beef franks roll out to grocery retailers nationwide this month. See, this is just an ad for right. Oscar Mayer. Uh, the brand drew inspiration. inspiration. Are we sure this isn't like an IHOB thing? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I was getting to it. Like, I would bet serious money that within six months, most likely less than that, they're going to put another thing. It's like, hey, we heard you guys. Yeah. Right? And we get it. Right. And you know what? Just for you, we're going back to the Wienermobile. That's a good. That's a good take. It's like how they, they were true. like, well, "What was it? Was it Twinkies or something?" Like, we're not making Twinkies anymore, and like everyone's like, "Or no, was it? 
What was it? There was some snack cake like that a few years ago. You're thinking of the McDonald's or Burger King chicken fries. Am I? No. I don't even. I don't know. I mean, they there was a similar thing, but that's Probably. not. But yeah, they do that. Like, oh, we're 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 canceling them. The McRib. <laughs> well, that's that's a different story. It was it was. I think it was Twinkies. Maybe I'm not going to look it up. But it was. We'll just say it was for the sake of me being able to move on with this. They're like, we're we're putting them in the vault. We're taking them away, and enough gullible goons were like, no, my treats. That they're like, all right. Hey, you got us. You know what? We're keeping them on the shelves just for you guys. And it's just to get people like mm-hmm. demanding Twinkies. Right. Artificial demand. It's disgusting. I don't support this. Not unlike Twinkies themselves. Yeah. The the larger than life hot dog mobiles. Yeah, that's really annoying. It's it is, isn't it? Uh all have new features from decals and rebranded Frank whistles. <laughs> this this change maybe I can see why I did it. Previously called wiener whistles. <laughs> this is the because I've been inside a wienermobile. Excuse me? You didn't listen to my episode. Really? I did an Into the Void where I talked about this. You talked about the wiener? You were in, you drove it or you just. No, no, I didn't drive it, but they came to the lighthouse where I worked. The Chesapeake Lighthouse? Cape Henry, yeah. Wow. Yep. But. Is there like this is my first day there? I assume they're just chock full of hot dogs back there. No, a lot of empty space. To, for, to, it's not like an ice cream truck. But <laughs> is it not? Why would? Why do? Why? Uh, just give. Away. <laughs> it's the most flustered I think I've ever seen. You. I don't understand. They just have like little trinkets and shit to give a give out to the kids or whatever. Oh, so like they, they don't like give rides out. Uh, well, maybe they do if you know a guy. Well. I don't know. But, uh, Do you know no, Oscar? I didn't spend a lot of time with these people. I mean, they have like a like five or six of them. Then you know, right. saw these recruit college kids or whatever to drive around and promote. What kind of gas mileage do you think the Oscar mile, the Frank Mobile gets? Incredible. You think so? Oh yeah, biodiesel. Is biodiesel good? It's probably better than gasoline. They're like mileage wise. What is biodiesel? I mean, I imagine it just runs on like ground up hot dogs. Ooh, there's an idea. Or mustard. Sitting in traffic smelling good. <laughs> smelling like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, that lovely smell we all know and love. Uh, the Oh, the, you know Papa John reeks of pizza. Oh, God, yeah. He can't go, like, all of his clothes, <laughs> even when they're out, out of the washing machine, just smell like pepperoni and well, if you stop tomato sauce. Start using, like, detergent instead of pizza sauce. Maybe that won't happen. <laughs> he washes his clothes. In tomato sauce. Oh, my white chef's coat ruins <laughs> again. Uh, Papa John is such a, such a fascinating <laughs> character. Is he? Yeah, he really is. By what rubric? What do you mean? It's such an American story, you know, of just the rise and fall, but the fall Certainly being your American own fall. fall. Yeah, just the, the, the most unforced of errors. Unforced, an unforced error, yeah. I do love an unforced error. One of my favorite things. And then the sort of vindictive turn to the, you know, you'll all see. You'll pay. (laughs) There will be sauce. (laughs) Uh, They've also renamed the drivers of the Wienermobile. Do they have names before? Well, they uh, they used to call them uh, hot doggers. Now they're calling them Frankfurters. Okay. I mean, I guess that's the natural. No. No? I'm against this. 
because you'd want to call them wieners. Or well, something? no, they, I mean, I was fine with what it was because hot dog, like you know, you've heard like hot dogging, right? Yeah, like showing off. Right, it's a pun. I get it. Frankfurters, you're just calling them. But I don't think that's why they were called hot doggers. They're I called hot it, doggers because they're driving around in a hot dog. Right, but it, but it works. But but a Frankfurter, they'd have to be a Frankfurterer. A Frankfurter is just oh yeah, it's a the wiener. Yeah, this is you're just calling your drivers meat. Right. right. I don't know if I like that. Frank in fact, Furter. I know I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, the Frankmobile will change only in name. Continuing on, and here's another quote. The vehicle's mission to spark smiles and unite fans around a love of meat. A unite? Is that the love of meat is the actual quote? That is, the, that is all verbatim. The vehicle has a mission, Craig, to spark smiles and unite fans around a love of meat. Uniting fans is what I don't... What? Meat fans, you know, meat, you've met general meat, meat fans. fans. Yeah, okay. right. meat lovers, they have their own pizza. The papa knows about this. When's the last time you purchased a bag of Oscar Mayer? I don't know that I ever have. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't know why I would. They're just, if I'm at an event, which is where I'd be eating one, right? Like they're just around. I didn't bring them. They're just somebody got them. But how do you, do you know they're Oscar Mayer hot dogs? Oh, no, I, I don't even know dogs. that I've ever had an Oscar right. Mayer hot dog, right? As a bonus for anyone bearing the same name, the Frank Mobile, I promise this is the last paragraph we can move on, is offering Franks for Franks, meaning anyone who is named an iteration of Frank can stop by in person oh. to get a coupon for a free pack of Oscar Mayer beef franks. That's a good deal. Yeah. I got to say, and you can probably sympathize with me on this, it kind of sucks knowing that I'm never going to get a deal like this. There's nothing Spencer related? What? What is there? What's out there? Yeah, exactly. Name one thing purchasable <laughs> that rhymes with my name. Well, I mean, uh, Spencer's the store. Oh, great. Yeah. You can if, get if a, I ever need a velvet poster of Chester the Cheetah ripping a bong, that's perfect. I was going to say a black t-shirt with like a middle finger on it. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, Craig, you got what? Eggs? There you go. Free hard-boiled eggs for Craig's. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Stop by at Craig's. Careful. What? Just be careful. Not even close. That's all I'm just saying. Be I'm not going to pop on myself. I'm not, I'm not, I just, you're not going to pop <laughs> Yeah, you and Papa will be hanging out in the unemployment line. Papa, you so hard, you never forget it. I have another item for you, mm. if that's all right. If I said no, what would happen? I'd do it anyway. Okay. You've asked this before, yeah. and I've given you the same answer. Reading embarrassingly from today.com, as in the show of the same name. Okay, yeah. High school yearbook ignites controversy with stories about sex, drugs, and alcohol. I don't know how much you remember about your like high school yearbook. I'm guessing not a ton. I mean, not a ton. I, I could I could give you the highlights. Whoa, what were the highlights? I don't even know if I could do that I mean, what, mine. Like high, my high school yearbook? Yeah. I mean, class photos is a big one. Sure. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's... Club photos, another big one. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are always in the back of ours. It's like with the like the index of names, just like all along the sides. All the oh. club photos, you can barely see anybody in them. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that's all yeah. that's in there. Yeah. It's just photos of people. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and signatures at the end. Mm-hmm. Not just that's just the people you'll never see again in your entire life. Oh yeah. No. Oh, I have something I could tell you about. Oh, with that, uh, I unrequited love. Well, <laughs> I actually I didn't even just, my my wife found this because mm. uh, we were looking at my yearbook a, a couple of years ago. Saw a signature from a girl who wrote a poem mm-hmm. 
at the back of my yearbook, my senior year, mm-hmm. which ended with, I truly love you. Oh, good Lord. Wow. Never even saw it. Oh. Never saw it. Whoa. So if you're listening to this, whoa, whoa. I, uh, sorry. <laughs> I promise I would have said something <laughs> at the time. I'm, I'm not that big a buffoon. But, um, like if you had, this was high school? Yeah. Senior so, year. Like, did you have her like phone numbers? Like, did you no. know, did you know this person? Yeah, I knew. Like, we hung out uh, like at lunch and stuff. And did you love her? Did you truly love her? Well, no. Yeah. Sorry to say. I guess what I mean, I'm saying. She, she was cool. I guess what I'm saying is if, if, if you had, you know, a few days later, you open your yearbook and you read this message, like, could you have contacted her and be like, oh, that's a good know, question. Yeah. I guess. In well, the there was Facebook. Okay. Could have yeah. done that. I'm not, I'm not so ancient that that didn't exist yet. I am so ancient that it just barely existed. But that also really opens up yourself for like an awkward, like if, if you give her your, her, your yearbook and she's writing this poem in it and you, she hands it back to you and you read it immediately and you're like, right. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I wonder how this, I'm went. a big fan of you as well. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know. That's ballsy from her. Yeah. That, I, nothing but respect know? on my end. Don't, yeah. don't get it twisted. Was it a good poem? I, or just kind of like, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't like, you know, a, a sonnet. It's like a little quatrain, mm-hmm. I think. Nostradamus. I mean, it was it, it was very surprising to see yeah. a decade later. Anyway, did, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you or your wife do like a follow up on Facebook and see like, where is she today? No, actually. Don't you sure. Am I sure that I didn't? Yeah, are you sure that you didn't? Yes, I'm sure that I didn't. What are you married... accusing me of lying? No. <laughs> what if she's married to Papa John right now? <laughs> could have been you. Oh, you know, no, it couldn't have been. Because <laughs> then, then they would have met down the line and I would have lost her anyway. Mm. You can't compete with Papa John. You can't. Not with that pizza cologne. <laughs> it's like a pheromone. It's a very one-note episode, but you know what? It's a good note. <laughs> just... Notes of oregano. He just, why was he sweating so much? He's drenched. I thought it was oil at first. Well, I mean, it's probably just sweat, pizza oil, that garlic, that garlic dipping sauce. Oh, okay. All right. Shout out to Papa. That's the last Papa John. I don't want to shout out to Papa John. Shout out to Papa. Shout out to the Papa. Don't shout out any uh, racial slurs. You're listening, Papa. Right in. (laughs) Don't. I don't want to hear it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to read whatever you say out loud. Let me ask bother. you a question: If the Papa reached out and was like, "Come do a podcast from my house," <laughs> and I'll be a guest, I mean, I'm gonna do it. You've said this about OJ Simpson as well. I so sure you, would. Your yeah. taste is a little suspect. You already. wouldn't if OJ Simpson was like Spencer. I want you to come out to my house. Oh yeah, and... yeah. Let me fall for that one really quick. You're not. It's not gonna happen for you twice, OJ. Well, three times. Three times. Yeah. An award-winning student Allegedly. yearbook staff in Kirkwood, Missouri, has found themselves at the center of a controversy after printing pages dedicated to sex, drugs, and underage drinking. And now, rock and roll. there is a framing in this story that I'd like you to just be on the lookout for. Okay. See whose perspective it is that we hear. And this is like a recent story. This is this, Yeah, this was, okay. uh, I think it might have been today. This isn't a Dear Abby. No, no, this is, okay. yeah, this was, it was yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, this was published. Published. Well, published. <laughs> Posted. <laughs> Nikki Walker, a mom of two, couldn't wait to get her hands on the newly released Kirkwood High School yearbook. Naturally. Naturally, because her kids go to the school, right? Walker's son, who is in eighth grade, 
interacts with students at the high school through extracurricular activities and asks his mother to order him a copy. There is no mention of the other child, which leads me to believe that they're even younger. Even younger, yeah. So. Red flag. See which other names we hear uh, who are critical of this yearbook. If there are any. If there are any, yeah. Uh, The yearbook is a really big deal in our town, Walker tells Today.com. We were both so excited. Walker's excitement quickly turned to disgust. Again, this is Nikki and the eighth grader. Yes. Okay. Nikki, whose son is, in, is not in high school, does not attend the school where the yearbook was published. Knows a few adjacent. Knows some high schoolers. Yeah. Somehow got a copy of the yearbook. I didn't <laughs> think they sold them outside the school. Yeah. I didn't think they were peddling yearbooks to anybody who wanted them. No. I think you get weird characters showing up in trench coats at that point. Uh, you start flipping through and it's really nice. You see the swim team and the basketball team and all their accomplishments, Walker says. Then you turn the page. Oh, God. I will say it was a little bit of a shock to see this page <laughs> for the first time. Here you go. It's a, a page depicting wow. birth control, yeah. uh, plan B, a condom. Hooked-ish. Uh, <laughs> hooked-ish, it says, in which students share their opinions, reading directly from the page here, on hookup culture, the concept of a concept, the concept of a casual sexual relationship without labels, and now, its benefits and consequences. This... It's a little... It's pushing the envelope. Distasteful, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I would be surprised to see it in the yearbook if At, I was a student. Printing high schoolers talking about having casual sex yeah. seems a little... But if you're a, a mother of an eighth grader and a yet unnamed <laughs> child who may not even be born yet, right, for all yeah. I know... In womb. Uh, is it your business to go to today.com? Right. And do an exclusive interview. Because you know she's the one that was like reached out. Right, yeah. Uh, Walker says she was horrified to discover sections written by students about marijuana, alcohol, and hookup culture. Quote, when you land on the drugs and alcohol page, there's a picture of vape pods and beer. (laughs) And then there are some surveys where the kids say they prefer drinking over smoking, Walker says. (laughs) Well, which would you, if they'd said it the other way around, you'd still, yeah, you'd you still have a problem with like, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the spread also includes quotes from students who abstain from drinking, vaping, and using drugs. Yeah. So you get both sides. Both sides. I don't think young people should be drinking alcohol, one student shared in the yearbook, noting that it can get to the point where it's dangerous for them. <laughs> Thank you, Toby. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <What> is... <laughs> Such a nothing quote. Just when Walker thought it couldn't get any worse, mm. she came across a page with the headline, Hooked-ish. Students share their opinions on hookup culture, the concept of a casual sexual relationship without labels and its benefits and consequences. Then there's a little sliding survey you can take here. Are these pages appropriate for a high school yearbook? Uh, and it goes from zero to 100%. Let's, uh, Craig, what do you think? What should, we, what should we tell today.com our values are? In increments of 10%, please. Uh, values on what? Uh, on whether these pages are appropriate for a high school yearbook. Um, uh, I'm going to give you three. A hundred being not 100, appropriate. Yep, hundred is there. You go. Okay. Hundred percent appropriate. Okay. Thanks for voting. It yeah. says we are in the minority. <laughs> <laughs> the spread is decorated with images that include emergency. Con- I can't talk. Emergency contraceptive plan B one step pregnancy test and condoms. In the text, students dish about things, including the weirdest places they've hooked up. Oh, see. Okay, that's a little. <laughs> it's it's a little like cosmo. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, answers range from the football field to a bowling alley parking lot in the backseat of someone else's car. 
It would be funny if you just named the person. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Smith's car. <laughs> now, when they say someone else's car, does that mean like the other person's car or a car that neither one of them has that's any connection a, yeah, that's to? that's a great point. See, this is where a real journalist would have picked up the slack. Yeah. Today.com. Uh, hmm. What kind of sicko is allowing this sort of stuff to be published, Walker says. It's not the faculty members. School officials do not engage in prior review of the yearbook, a spokesperson for the district told Today.com in a statement. The content of KHS media is determined by and reflects only the views of the student staff and not school officials or the school itself. I, so it's all in-house. I can actually give you a little background. I was in, um, in oh. high school. I was in journalism. I can picture you as uh, um, referring to yourself as a gumshoe. <laughs> So easily, a little hat, a little the press, the press, press thing. On yes, it. Yeah. Uh, but I instantly, can, I can tell you. So we were in charge of putting together the yearbooks. I just picture you like hassling Perry Mason for an interview <laughs> outside the courthouse steps. But the the point here is that I agree. With, there was no oversight at all. We printed yeah. whatever we wanted. Yeah, because we made up stories. We we do anything we wanted. Because who's reading? Who's reading? <laughs> Who cares? Nikki. I Walker. wasn't sure how you'd react when we say that, but yeah. Uh, I'm just imagining her like sitting down with the yearbook, cracks huh? open the page. It's like doing one double take after another, huh? Or like you know, huh? drops it and just hears the ee, just ringing in her oh, ears, yeah. like totally uh, with the Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. Principal Michael Havener did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Avery Opperman, Pioneer Yearbook editor in chief, also shared a statement with Today.com. Quote: This is a student. Yes. As high school journalists, we are simply trying to record the real history of the year. Yearbook is journalism. Like you just said. Let me tell you something. You just said it. I said that I was in journalism. I didn't you say said we that were... journalism did the yearbook. Therefore, okay. no, 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 yearbook no, no. is journalism. No, no. I, I, yes, yes. I, I, what I'm saying is the journalism class did the yearbook. What we were doing was not journalism. <laughs> well, maybe this is an award-winning yearbook staff, all right? That's what that was the first sentence of this article that said that. They're all just smoking cigarettes in there. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Ashtray full up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody talking like his girl Friday. Yeah, there's a giant printing press. Will you please let me talk long <laughs> enough for me to come here. Uh, it was the National, what is this? The NSPA, National Scholastic Press Association, oh. the Pacemaker 100 Top 10 Award. <laughs> wow. One of presumably either 10 or 100 oh, of those. 10 or 100, yeah. Uh, yearbook is journalism. Don't argue with me. Okay. So there is good, sad, happy, and bad, just like high schoolers' lives. That's true if you've ever seen Degrassi. They're being super edgy. Yeah. Those are the things we want to reflect, Opperman wrote. I think it's important. Opperman? The Opperman, the Pioneer Yearbook Editor-in-Chief. Right, no, that, that's her last name, Opperman. Opperman, yeah. Like uh, Oppenheimer in Witness Protection. Right. Uh, I think it's important to give students voices, and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about these types of topics, or any topics for that matter. Covering topics that matter help spur discussion and help to educate people. <laughs> hilarious. It was just like, how to make a pipe bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. How to blow up a pipeline. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Heard it's good. Have you heard of it? Heard what? The movie? The How to Anarchist Blow Up a Cookbook? Pipeline? No, it's oh, literally no. just called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. No, no, no. I haven't heard I it. think if I say it six more times, uh, a CIA agent's going right. to crash through the window of my You'll house. you get a red dot on your forehead. Yeah. Uh, in her statement, Opperman praised her school principal, Dr. Mike Havener, and yearbook advisor, Mitch Eden, for empowering student journalists to use their voices for good. Walker finds it disappointing, in quotes, that the school won't interfere with the yearbook's content as she believes the faculty at Kirkwood have a duty to teach their students responsible journalism. Again, mm. a school that she has no connection to. Right. Uh, her son does not go there. Only an extremely tangential tie. <laughs> he, he went to your field day. 
Like the problem with the uh, tried and true American classic of won't somebody please think of the children mm-hmm. is that when the children are the ones doing the thing you're mad about, who are you mad at? Exactly. <laughs> they have taken the stance that the journalism program at the high school is 100% student led. And that's a great point of pride for them. But they've made it clear that they are not going to take any steps to take editorial control of the yearbooks, she says. That yearbook is sensational and classless, Walker adds. Oh, wow. <laughs> Other folks in town expressed... Sign of the times. Yeah. Expressed similar sentiments on Facebook. Of course they did. Right. Where else would you go? Where else would you go to air your uh, appearances? In their posts, they included photos of the controversial pages. Here's a quote. Kirkwood High School yearbook... Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> this is an incredible community and their kids deserve much better. My heart breaks for all of our children and their entire generation. <laughs> Carrie Tuminello Fenton wrote in a follow-up post. She argued it is deeply disturbing to see a school openly exploiting the illegal sexualization and drug and alcohol abuse of minors. Mm-hmm. Illegal, you say. Which, like, if if they're the ones doing it and publishing it, is it? You mean the doing of the drugs or publishing of the doing of the drugs? Like they're just like, well, I mean, I guess the drugs. Are, well, like, no, because they're, they're, they're not talking about, like, doing, you know, heroin or anything. They're, no, doing, they're talking about weed. doobies. <laughs> Which is like, I guess it's it's illegal in that you're like, you know, you have to be. They're not did all they the... raise it to 21 for cigarettes and everything? Did they? I think they did. Oh. I don't know. Hasn't been an issue for me in a while. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not on the busy bee. They're just no. <laughs> smoking a little little cannabis. Regular joint, non super joint. Non super joint. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's absurd. There's I, I cannot get over the idea of some busybody just being like get it, just basically getting this almost by mistake. Right, right. If you know for all intents and uh-huh. purposes, being like, this isn't tailored to me at all. What have they done? Go straight to today today dot com. I've got to go to <laughs> like the, the beacon of journalism. Yeah, right. Like the the Today Show. I was thinking about that. Like, have you have you ever seen it? Al Roker's on that, right? Is he still? I mean, not, like he was. He was definitely. Yeah. I I don't know if I've watched it in a full episode of the Today Show. Like it's it's just. I think it's Michael Strahan, right? I don't With know. With his suit and his the gap in his teeth. <laughs> I don't know. He's a nice guy, but you know. But the show itself, like it's, I was thinking about this today and I, I've come to the conclusion that the Today Show and basically most daytime TV, but especially like things like this in Good Morning America right. are, are basically like, let's say you're. You don't like when people laugh like. That's great, Terry. <laughs> it's, it's, so let's say this. Imagine you're 93 years old. Right? Okay. I done. Okay, great. Uh, you probably do that a lot, I guess. Sure. Uh, and you've just woken up and you're horrified. <laughs> you, you weren't expecting this would happen, right? You're right. shocked. Mm-hmm. Like more than anybody else is. You're surprised to still be here. And right. the, that existential crisis, it, it needs something, you know? It, it needs an it, outlet. It needs not so much an outlet. It needs, it needs a security blanket. And that's what the Today Show is. It's, that's what it is. It just, it coats it's just your comforting. brain. It's a weighted blanket for it is. people that are uh, past the, over the hill. A little bit, yeah. It's that's what it strikes me as, just like hospital TV, just like hyper, just nursing home TV. Yeah, right. Like, Antiseptic, hyper, uh, 
you know, just... We're very sorry you're still here, but hey, uh, Lady Gaga's here to tell us a great recipe for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, that's, that's it. I'm not changing the channel. <laughs> uh, oh, there's another live poll here with 521 votes. Should student journalists have 100% control of their yearbook? Yes, yes. or no? Yes. Oh, oh, I just voted no because oh. they put yes on the left. You're going to start getting some, uh, <laughs> some advertisement. Uh, it's 45% no, 48% yes, seven in the middle, uh, which I don't even know why you'd click the thing. I, mean, again, I don't want to argue for more oversight for high schoolers, but I will just say we really ran amok with, uh, <laughs> with that class. Yeah, I, I've, I feel like most stories that I've heard about you uh, involved – running amok we would just patrol the streets and we would we were a sell, selling ads and we were just going out to lunch and it was a protection racket roaming uh roaming the streets of williamsburg <laughs> we'd pull you because you, you, you could you if you were in journalism class you get this little basically like a press tag really and you could pull kids out of class and just like you know to it's get for a, a feature yeah <laughs> um <laughs> it was all a racket well naturally we had this one kid that was obsessed. He was one of these kids that was, his dad was a lawyer. His mom oh. was a doctor. Oh, dear. He was obsessed with, like, the mob. Oh, no. That's <laughs> not what they're going to say at all. He's not, not, not a drop of Italian blood in his body, but he was obsessed with <laughs> the mafia. He'll never be a made man at that rate. And he just, he would write stories just about, like, the mafia in Williamsburg. and just What? It was all nonsense. Just making shit up? Just, to, well, he wanted it to be true, but Lunch it was Lunch lady whacked. <laughs> X3. Yeah, he was he was a real disappointment. <laughs> his father was really disappointed in him for a large oh, portion of his life. Oh no. I he kind of turned around he, again. You I, still talk to this guy or what? Uh, no, no. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, um, and he kind of turned it around, but he's still like obsessed with the mafia. And uh I mean his dad was a lawyer, so you know he, he, he Did he like defend any mob cases or anything? Like no, where did this come from? No, just, he just TV and movie? Yeah. Watch Goodfellas too young. I remember when GTA Five came out, he he made his he made his parents let him stay home for like two days <laughs> so he could play GTA Five. Another story about this guy. This is true. I hope so. was the um, last one not. We were over at his no no that's Stone Cold true. Okay, we were Stone. over at his house um, again. Qualifier. He was his parents were doing well. He had lived in a very nice house, very nice neighborhood. He was a lawyer and doctor. Yeah, lawyer and doctor. Yep. Oh no, no I'm sorry. Well, his dad was a lawyer, but he was a judge at this time. Oh well, yeah. Um, at that uh, point, you just got it made, right? You, and, you don't have to do anything. And anymore. I remember his mom had ordered us some food from some like Chinese restaurant or something. Sure. Now, and he was dissatisfied with what his mother ordered him. Oh no! Is this kind of relationship? And apparently, he had you know. Apparently, they've had this talk before about how he doesn't like this specific kind of dish. And um, we were kind of you know joking around, whatever, whatever. He threw it out the window. What the fuck? <laughs> it was on the second floor. He threw it on the he, second floor. He threw it out the window. It just landed all over the driveway. What? Uh, not even in the grass. Not even in the grass. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Ended up going to uh, Virginia Wesleyan College. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Private. What, what did he study? Um, some kind of law. I mean, I think he's some kind of like... Mob law, yeah. Mob law. <laughs> he's some kind of legal assistant or legal... Legal precedence uh, thereof and concerning this thing of ours. He, he's at a job where he has to wear a suit and he posts pictures every once in a while of him in a suit like he's in like, you know... Oh, no. Like he's Johnny Cochran Chomping on a cigar. Yeah, he's, you know... Yeah, I don't he had a pool, though, so what can you do? Well, that does change the, uh, the alchemy a little bit there. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. 
How about we digest it with a little bit of uh, easy reading from about 100 years ago? Oh, sure. In your new favorite segment, Municellaneous. Now, today we are reading from the Janesville Daily Gazette. Janesville. Jane, Jane or James? Janesville. Jane. Now, where, where, where is Janesville? I was about to tell you. Okay. It's in Janesville, Wisconsin. From Thursday, December 27th, 1923. Are there going to be any alcohol-fueled stories in here? Oh, what do you think? Yeah. Reading from the front page. Here's voice in night. Shoots up his radio horn. This is on the front page. Not much going on in uh, Janesville. Yeah, this isn't even from Janesville. This is from Waukegan, Illinois. Oh, Jewett Bearstow. What a hell that's of a name. A, that's that a is. name right there. Mistook his radio loudspeaker for a burglar early yesterday and shot it. Mm. Bearstow was asleep when a voice from the radio horn awakened him. Believing he was beset by burglars, Bearstow emptied his revolver and then yelled <laughs> lustily over the telephone for the police. <laughs> I imagine this is one one of those big like gramophones. Like, yeah, like his the, master's voice with the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe. So. I, I guess you you get drunk and leave it on. You wake up. I mean, we've all been there. Right. You wake up. You think there's someone in your house. You grab your revolver from under your pillow. You fire all six shots into the radio. Call the cops. You know. You know what that story reminds me of. It makes me think of. I don't know. It doesn't remind me of anything, but like a story from your own life. Perhaps. No, just like. Uh, the times may change, technology may change. Oh, yeah, Pe- but people, people are the same. Yeah, people was, uh, will get startled and just empty the uh, empty the closest gun <laughs> into anything. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, this isn't totally really. There's no gun in this story, but I, I thought was, he was reaching for a gun. It was a radio. <laughs> I was staying with a friend in Richmond a while back, a few years ago now. Um, several pre-COVID by a bit, but uh, it was me and a bunch of college friends. We all came to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Went to like like four different breweries in a bar in one day. Not sure what our thinking was. We weren't really, but uh, so we would finally get back to his place just fully loaded like Herbie. Right. And uh, like he lives in this little, well, at the time he's living in this little, like, I guess he called like a shotgun apartment where it's like Mm -hmm. just, you know, straight front to the back. You can see the whole thing. Uh, So we're just all sleeping on the kitchen floor because that's where there is to sleep. We have like sleeping bags and uh, we, we crash and then after a few hours pass, and in the dead of night, sometime around like three in the morning, we hear this screaming noise. And it, it sounds like, for all the words, just as like, is it a fox? Well, we don't know what the hell it is. We're in like downtown Richmond, like in the fan or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But like, we, I, I wake up, I wake my friends up, like, what the fuck is that? Is there, I think there's somebody in here. And it's getting louder. It's like, mm-hmm. And. If like we're all like bracing to you know right. to defend ourselves, grabbing from the closest lunatic, uh, hard yeah. object, and it's our friend, and that's just how he sounds when he throws up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he comes, he's just <laughs> in, into the into the kitchen sink, just. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And as soon as he's done, he grabs a conveniently placed watermelon, slices it in half, and just mashes his face into it, starts eating it. We're like, really. What do you do? He's like, you got to stay hydrated. Post throw up watermelon. <laughs> so, like, there's a sink right there. 
Uh, I thought you were going to end the story with, and then, and then my friend him. Shot, yeah. shot him six, six times. times with a revolver. <laughs> but it's okay. It was just a recording of him throwing up. <laughs> uh, also from page one of this paper. Wow. Uh, news, this news from Vienna. News of the world. Like Switzerland? Uh, Austria, I think. Oh, okay. Well, close. Um, Arthur Bremer, poet, not that Arthur Bremer, uh, for those scholars of 20th century uh, civil rights history, um, took unusual means to find out what posterity would think of his work. Uh, Arthur Bremer was the guy who shot George Wallace, the segregation now, segregation forever guy. Uh, didn't, didn't kill him, but didn't you, know, kill him. You, you, you do your best. Uh, a notice of the death of the 55-year-old writer appeared in the local papers together with sketches of his life and criticisms of his work. A few days later, it was learned that Bremer was alive and well and much interested in the comments which the press had made about his literary efforts. Oh, wow. So he, uh, he, he Tom Sawyer himself a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, oh, what? <laughs> oh, where did you get that idea? But what did you think? <laughs> uh, he admitted preparing the notices of his own death and said that it was much more gratifying to writers to have appreciation while they lived. And when you put it like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like how Get your flowers while you can uh, receive them. Get, that's, yeah, that's the poem. Yeah. What, what poem? That, whoa, that oh. wasn't. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. That was I mean, what you like for? giving somebody their flowers is like a. Oh, there's just like a, expression. a famous poem. I think it's John Dunn. Hi, Spencer here. Uh, couldn't let this one slide. It's not John Donne. It's Robert Herrick. He was a contemporary of John Donne's. Let's be honest. They all sound the same. Who cares? Not you. Let's move on. Anyway, well, I thought that was, I gave you more credit than you deserved. All right. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Uh, page one. Oh. Again, instructors in movie acting, and instructors is in quotes here, so watch out. Okay. Instructors in movie acting to face grand jury. <laughs> They taught the youth how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My son's been boogieing and woogieing. <laughs> Charleston. Chicago. How to become a movie actor, inscrutable to the bulk of the citizenry, was revealed today in written instructions produced in municipal court by a young woman student of Popular Motion Picture Products Incorporated. So just giving it out now. Right. Uh, L.S. Callahan, president and Another. W... And W.D. Bauer. Oh, my God. <laughs> W.D. Bauer, the 40th. We got to go back uh, to this, guys. Vice president of the organization, which enrolled a large number of screen aspirants at from $25 to $50 in enrollment, were held to the grand jury yesterday on a charge of operating a confidence game. So it's just, it's basically it, like the ITT tech, right. or uh, was it Everest? Everest. <laughs> of 1923. You're sitting on the couch, life's passing life's you by. you by. What are you doing with your life? The money, it wasn't tight, but... <laughs> It wasn't right. How like because I, I watched a lot of Adult Swim as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you picked it, but they ran that thing like every ad break. Oh yeah, where did where did you pick up on it? Um, I'm guessing it was on like MTV, VH1, them things. Anything aimed at the youth? I, yeah, anything, any sort of like where the demo is like under thirty. Sure. Yeah. Man, I, I have, I'm pretty sure I had the whole thing memorized for a while. I, I, my favorite, yeah, I think you still do. My favorite part is the end where he's like, make the call that's going to change your yeah. life. But then he goes, like, he's so disgusted yeah, like he just with walks you for away, not like, making the call. Man, come on. <laughs> but just think how little they shot that commercial for. 
I was like, on the roof of a parking garage at night. And the return on investment <laughs> they got for that commercial. We're still talking about it. Exactly. Uh, the ABC of expressing, expressing. See what is, what's wrong with me, Craig? You're Why drunk. Talk? That's yeah, three quarters of a beer and look at me. South Stumbling. to the gills. The ABC of expressing emotion, I wish they told us what it was, was set down in black and white in the instruction sheet. Oh, they didn't say it. They didn't, they didn't tell it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you got to go to the school. Uh, <laughs> got to give that out for free. Miss <laughs> Margaret Beck, oh, Mrs. Margaret Beck, however, mm. testified that oral instructions were given her. She said she was told she would have no trouble getting into the movies because, quote, my figure was so shapely and they taught me to dance in a bathing suit. <laughs> So for fifty dollars, right. they could say, "Well, we could teach you, or you could just put this little onesie on and wiggle around." And do this little number for us. Uh, sound like a scam to you, or I, I know like, you're a big fan of the the golden age of the scam. I love the scam. This is 1923. We're at the tail end. And I also it, like how they called it a confidence game. Like, yeah, instead it, of they were confidence tricksters, yeah. what they'd call them. Yeah, instead of con men. Con men's snappier, but confidence trickster sounds more otherworldly. Yeah, right. Like some sort of ethereal uh, pixie <laughs> that materializes, materializes to swindle you out of your gold coinage. Uh, here, here's a liquor story for you. No, oh. two thousand nine hundred pints of liquor available daily in state. Two thousand nine hundred pints. That's a lot of pints in Wisconsin. Daily. It's a lot of volume. At one place or statewide? Uh, statewide. Approximately 2,900 pints of medicinal liquor a day. This is how they worked around okay, it. Okay, here you go. Will be open to consumption in Wisconsin in 1924, based on reports from the Prohibition. I think it says offices. This scan is so bad, it looks like oilies. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at that three times. Beginning on January 1st, there will be 1,080,000 pints available in this state. Mm. There are 2,700 physicians in Wisconsin licensed to prescribe liquor. So this is basically like in like even just a couple of years ago, if yeah, you wanted to get weed, you'd I be was like, going to say this is why another example of you know people don't change. Like the old this John Mulaney, all, it's all the same. The, you know the John Mulaney bear is like sometimes I get nervous on airplanes, mm -hmm. and the yeah. doctor. This is before the the rehab special that he just did, obviously. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, a. H. Wilkinson. Well, he had more problems than uh, a well, little bit yes. of medical marijuana. This is true. He, and he, he he'll the, tell you all about him. He had the busy bee. Well, I don't think he had that one. Super joint. A.H. <laughs> Wilkinson, Boga sugar. another one, collector of Internal Revenue Milwaukee, will issue 6,000 books of new narcotic blanks in this. I think that's just like prescription papers as well, oh, okay. I can, from right. what I can tell, uh -huh. uh, after January 1st. The new forms are designed to frustrate forgeries. <laughs> we got a little stamp of uh, George Washington on these. You know, that's a thing though, right? People forge uh, oh, yeah. um, prescription pads all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to assume. I don't know. You go to some. I like, don't know. Why would you ask me that? You go to some like small like mom and pop pharmacy. They're not checking. Do those with exist? The, uh, no. Some places. <laughs> you ever heard of CVS? No. The sounds kind of underground though. I don't. I mostly stick to like the big names like Rite Aid, right? Kroger. Kroger. Uh, I got a couple of ad reads here just to keep the lights on. If that's cool, that's fine. Apollo Theater. Mm. Next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Janesville will join New York, Chicago, and Milwaukee in acclaiming this the love epic of the screen. There's a movie coming to town, Craig. <laughs> Is it past your bedtime? Have I kept you up too late? I was gonna I was gonna guess like some sort of like magician, but no, no, no. It's a movie. 
Well, the, if you're thinking of a 1923 romance movie, think of think of uh, what what might the title of that be? Um, a Whist Away. Sure, yeah, something something like that. Right? A production as magnificent as Intolerance and as uh, that's in quotes. It's not as not just the concept of intolerance. Okay. Movie called Intolerance. Oh, oh, okay. Although in the twenties they would have just loved it, <laughs> okay. eaten it up, uh, and as sweet and human as Smiling Through. <laughs> Joseph M. Schenck. Smiling through. Smiling through. That's very 1920s. <laughs> Can't believe this is my life. <laughs> Smiling through. Your morning whiskey. <laughs> so would you say whisked away as mm-hmm. your gift? Yeah. For your romantic movie title. Joseph M. Schenck pre- presents prevents, uh, Norma Talmadge in Ashes of Vengeance. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> With Conway Tyrrell and Wallace Beery. They got Wallace Beery? They got the WB. WB. Ladies, attention. (laughs) Same ad. (laughs) Attend Monday's matinee and see Norma Talmadge in her million-dollar masterpiece. A beautiful hat will be given away at this matinee. This hat is displayed at Mrs. Woodstock's millinery shop and is the latest fashion. Be there, and you may get this beautiful hat. Have they got you? Have they got the hooks in you? You know the Kentucky Derby was held recently. Yeah, all those horses died. Well, yeah, uh, but you know the, the on the track. I assume I didn't read the papers. They, you know, they wear the the big old hats, right? <coughs> oh, yes. Sorry. And Spencer's getting choked up. Uh, by, he, the, he really cares for the horses. I mean, it's, it is messed up what they're doing. Oh well, yeah. But yeah, the hats. Yes. Take them to the glue factory. Oh no! I've always kind of assumed that the those are like rented hats, <laughs> like you rent a tux for prom. Yeah. Because what, what other situation would you need one of those ridiculous looking uh Well, pieces? you say that, but think about who's going to the Kentucky Derby. People with the money to be seen the Kentucky Derby. Aristocrats. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Oligarchs. royalty. Kentucky royalty. Mm-hmm. The queen of Versailles. Bourbon money. I think they buy those. And I think they take a lot of pride in spending ungodly quantities of money on them. But you can only wear it once. Because well, right, you, can't, yeah. you can't wear the same hat yeah, to okay. the back-to-back you, Kentucky Derby. Have you heard of rich people? Yeah, I suppose. That's what they do. That's their whole deal. Buy big hats. Yeah. Flamboyant hats. Spend like four digits on a piece of clothing they'll wear one time. Right. Throw it out. Man, I got to get rich. I was like, I got to go to Goodwill in Kentucky on derby time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Give me some hats. (laughs) Give me some ladies derby hats. (laughs) They're not going to fit me. Have you thought of your uh, hard truth yet, by the way? Um, Don't tell me yet. We'll save it for the end of the show. I kind of like this idea, actually. You like the... um... Uh, I, 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 pride, I give you a prompt at the beginning and then the end, you and Michael will have to answer it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we start doing. Maybe that's how we close dynamic. things out. Yeah. I like this. Anyway, be thinking about it. Okay. Ad number two. This is the one I really wanted to do. What day of the month will two weeks from next Wednesday be? You don't know. <laughs> Wait, that's, what... <laughs> that's the next line of the ad. <laughs> I'll show you right now. There you go. He's right. You don't know. That wasn't a lie. And it may be necessary to know. How can you find out? This feels like, now that I'm saying it out loud, this feels like a Charlie Kelly bit from It's Always Sunny, (laughs) like his business idea. You're so stupid. (laughs) How can you find out? You can laboriously count it up on your fingers with a good chance of making a mistake. No, no, no. Or else you can have a calendar hanging on the wall and see at a glance. Which is the better way? That's also in there. I'm not, I'm not riffing yet. Right. Any reader can secure a copy of the 1924 Naval Calendar free 
by sending in his name to our Washington Information Bureau, accompanied by two cents in stamps for return postage. Write your name and address clearly. If you can manage that, you troglodyte. That's okay. No, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's implied, though. I, I read that and couldn't believe my eyes. But they're right. I don't know. What they, okay, let's think about it. Well, two weeks from next Wednesday. So Two weeks from next Wednesday. So today's the 18th of May that we're recording. Yeah. So next Wednesday will be the 24th. Yep. So, Plus 14. Yep. Tw- it'll be the 24th. Well, this is 30 and you guys subtract. I- yeah, see, it's tough. It'll be the 7th, right? I don't know. I don't have a calendar. You don't know. <laughs> Let me see. No, I, I didn't even think to challenge myself on this. Um, June 7th. Fuck a calendar. Nice. We got this shit. You should just mail that address up. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't need a goddamn calendar. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> hundred years ago. Uh, last thing here, it's uh, another horoscope. I know how much you like the last one. Oh, okay. This one's a little bit better. Um, well, it's a low ways. bar. It's last week was a low, low bar. bar. Whoa, what's, what's low about it? A horoscope that says stuff might happen. Stuff or may not. Unless it doesn't. <laughs> horoscope for Friday, December 28th, 1923. Conflicting planetary influences mark this day, according to astrology. Early in the morning, Saturn and the Sun are in benefic, 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 good aspect. While later, Saturn changes to adverse rule and with Jupiter and Mercury, thwarts human ambitions unless the will is strong. See again. Here it's we go. still a little so waffling, but at least they, they gussy it up a little bit. <laughs> it sounds okay. better All right. than it events puts- may happen, <laughs> which I think was almost verbatim. They who desire to seek positions or financial support of any sort should take the initiative before 10 o'clock in the morning. See specificity. There you go. That's what you crave, right? Okay. All right. The early hours of this day are favorable to the activities of the aged or those who follow long-established lines of work. Such as? Uh, That's a good question. Long-established lines of work. What does that mean? Would that have made any more sense to someone 100 years ago is my main question. It will be more profitable to buy than sell today. And merchants should be wise in getting rid of all superfluous stock. Everything must go. Yeah, everything must Imagine go. Imagine being a shop owner reading that and just selling your entire inventory. I'm more worried about the next one. Lawyers should be cautious while this configuration prevails. For work they do will not bring adequate return while this sway prevails. So I want you to think of being... Uh, Arrested for something in 1923, shoplifting, let's say, and your lawyer comes in. Shooting a man six times because I thought he was a... (laughs) You thought he was a radio. (laughs) You thought he was a radio. (laughs) Hate these fucking things. (laughs) (laughs) And your lawyer comes in and is like, look, I know know we had a good case. Nobody knows that more than me. My hands are tied. I think we got to plead this one out. (laughs) (laughs) I read the paper today. There's nothing that we can do. <laughs> no, look, Saturn's in uh, Gatorade and <laughs> the settling of accounts or even the final balancing of books may not be wise at this time. The seers declare. No, okay. All right. <laughs> he, she, she's roping me back in. Mm-hmm. And a brief delay will prove much more cheering than today's calculations could be. An accident in which a distinguished public man is the victim will increase discussion of ways to prevent deaths among motorists. I looked up 1924 traffic <laughs> accidents and I found nothing of any note. Yeah. Or actually, no, I looked up 1924 like notable deaths and found no traffic accidents. Right. Dead. 
Um, so I, I checked. I'm sorry. The roads are still trash, although probably better than they were in 20. See, at least this person is like a writer, like is like they're sh- they're, they're pointing like Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know, they're like, this is going to happen. Right. Something. Or like, it just feels like they're trying. Mm-hmm. And I do respect that more than hedging your bets to the extent of the last one we read. There's more, but it's boring. It's mostly Imagine about don't do any business. Well, but you know what? Hey, stop doing business. Look where it's gotten us. I was going to say, I respect this person more than I respect like weathermen. <laughs> it may rain. may not. Nobody knows. Who can say? Who can say? Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more segment for you. Please. Well, I had two. I guess we could do two if you want. I don't know how, what your schedule's like. It's, it's 820. Oh, we'll see how the first one goes. All right. Let's say hello to our old friend, Abby. Oh. It's been a little bit. Yes. We don't want to start a fight. We're just trying to figure out what you mean. It's time to get the record right. Even though you died in 2013. This is Dear Dear Abby. This is Dear Dear Abby. This is Dear Dear Abby. This one comes to us from the 18th of July. Guess what year? Uh, does it start with a 19? It does. They mm. all, well, most of them will. They won't start with anything earlier than that. 1974. July 18th, 1962. Okay. This is, uh, I feel about as dumb laughing at this as I did about the Wienermobile and for similar reasons, but. Okay, well. Dear Abby, I know my parents mean well, uh, but they are not on my side in a very important matter. I used to like a boy named Dick. And Craig shuts his eyes reflexively. But I lost interest in him. My parents are crazy about Dick. <laughs> the best part is that or the way that the column is formatted, that's the entirety of one line of text. <laughs> like, right there. My oh, parents yeah. Yeah, yeah. are crazy about Dick. <laughs> line break. And have practically made him a member of the family. They've told him he's welcome to come over any time, which he does. I would just as soon not have him around at the house all the time as other boys stay away when they see his car parked outside. My parents say he comes over to see them, not me, and I don't have to pay any attention to him. Do you think this is fair to me? Signed, Shelley. Don't, are you wiping your forehead with the microphone? I'm just pressing it against my eyebrow. <laughs> It's all going to come through on the audio track. Just, just gonna be like, that has to be like this. May be a real situation, mm-hmm. but the way she's written it is like clearly intentional. I don't know. The thing is, we had a president that people just called Dick. Yeah, around like close to this time. It was a, it was a little after. But. Yeah, I guess. Like this, that was just something people did to their what own if children. This Dick was. Richard Nixon. Now that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, come on. Give it it to me. Come on. I just picture. (laughs) I'm not here to see your daughter. (laughs) I have no interest in her anymore. (laughs) I am here to see you. (laughs) Suck it to me. (laughs) It's turning into Cookie Monster the longer I go. All right, I'm done. Your thoughts. 
Have um, you actually question? Have you ever dated someone where, uh, like that one episode of Malcolm in the Middle, you ended up liking her parents more than you liked her? Never, never, okay. never, no. Um, Me either. But I was hoping you would, so that we have something. To talk no. About. So I mean, are they broken up yet, or are they still like? Do they? Does Dick still think that they're dating? I think it's done. I think it's wrapped up. So I lost interest in him. But he just keeps coming over to hang out with her parents instead. So of they're not going steady anymore. No, because she's tr- she's trying to see other people. The car they, is yeah, is a monster truck. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Nixon's monster truck. Yeah, I know. It's, I was gonna say it's the Frank Mobile. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Don't let me borrow Grave Digger. <laughs> so Watch dumb. me whip some shitties out here. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> you ever whip a shitty with Tricky Dick? <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard him called that whipping a shitty no, i've never heard that expression though it's so funny to me i don't know where it came from uh like whipping a shitty like a shitty car like no no I, I think it just means doing a u-turn but it's <laughs> it's either that or a, a donut maybe one of the two whipping a shitty whipping a shitty hey huh? get up there whip a shitty i like that it's fun right whipping a shitty with tricky dick <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's weird right I mean, I know this isn't like a, it's a weird thing, but right, but you know, it's, it is. It's hot. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. That's no good. I mean, what does Abby have to say? Abby's this is no points against Abby on this one. She says your parents may mean well, but they're certainly not being fair to you. Right. Explain okay. how Dick's car is a scarecrow, keeping more desirable <laughs> birds away, and perhaps your parents will reconsider and change their tactics. Doesn't sound like they will, though. And also, like I guess this is the sixties. I mean, I think times were different, but like, are just mm-hmm. men just roaming the neighborhood just? <laughs> knocking on doors of, of well, if, you know. if grave diggers outside, no, no, I guess <laughs> where they get put in the ground. I just, why doesn't she just? She could go somewhere else. Can you? As a teenage girl in the sixties, I don't know if he can. Yes, that's true. You need dick with you, I suppose. <laughs> I have no further comment, Your Honor. You know that was good. I think that went pretty quick. We got time for one quick sure. one. You want to tell me how weird something is? I'd love to. I got a question here from Quora Dweller, Mike W. Would you like to guess how many questions Mike W. has asked the freaks and lunatics at Quora.com? Uh, I mean, by the past eight, eight or so years, I think it was. The, the way you're asking, I would assume 202. No, it's, uh, you're, you're close. It's uh, 316,000. Wow. No. Yes. He must be a bot then. It's from like eight years ago it started. I don't think the bots were at that stage. How many questions a day is that? I literally don't know. Now, they stopped eight months ago, so I'm assuming he's dead now. So I'm going to say seven years. Well, I told you it was eight. But you said it stopped or, uh, eight well, years ago. It'll say, it say seven and, oh, what's that? Seven and uh, third. I'm going to say 7.5. How many questions did he ask? Uh, that was 316,000. I don't know the exact number because Quora just starts using decimal points after a while. And, you know, like rounding up. Decimal point in That's a K. That's like a, over 100 questions a day. <laughs> that can't be right. I swear to you. I, I well, will show maybe you Maybe by how he asks, I'll, I'll be able to see if he's one of these guys. Oh, all right. Uh, this, this may or may not be a little window into his life. The question is, if a girl is laying on a blanket... Oh, God. <laughs> How many words did I get in before you gave up? If a girl is laying on a blanket. Seven and a half questions every hour that you're awake. (laughs) 
Assuming you sleep eight hours. I don't think he did. I guess that's I think it. bump that down to six tops. Yeah. Yeah. If, Craig, a girl is laying on a blanket, reading a book at the park on a nice summer day, is it weird or romantic to lay down next to her and start a conversation? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> and this question asker again is Michael Wios. Does he whip? Is uh, his own blanket out and laid next it to her? It sounds like he lays down on her on blanket. On her blanket. Which, uh, in, at least in uh, 60s beach blanket movie parlance, was a no-no. Right. It's taboo. Don't do that. They're going to write about it in the yearbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Don't do this. I mean, this is 100, obviously. Yeah, out of five. Yeah, this right. is unspoken of. No one's ever even thought about doing this before. It's so bad that even other Quora users are like, please don't. Now do that's that. a sign yeah, that like, you have, you've gone way too far. Like Quora user Gold Hunter Retired oh, <laughs> says, it's weird. Trust me, it is super weird. You will weird her out. She will be afraid of you or angry. She may call the police for harassment. She will also be super annoyed that you interrupted her reading. Weird. Definitely weird. She may empty a revolver <laughs> into you. Yeah. <laughs> Justifiable. I thought he was going to empty a revolver into me. I thought he thought that I thought he was a radio. If you see a girl and you want to talk to her, but she's reading, do not lay down beside her for Pete's sake. That's practically assault. Well, okay. But then they continue with some advice that I would not have given this man. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I like that. They're no, being constructive. No, no, no. Don't give this man this advice. The okay. advice is sit down a reasonable distance away and wait. Hey, what are you reading? <laughs> Anarchist cookbook, what are you looking at? <laughs> Sit down a reasonable distance away and wait until she finishes reading. Well, and what if she's reading like a book, like a whole thing? Right, exactly, yeah. Or even if she's not, like, how long are you going to sit there you staring just, at her? Because this guy's going to be staring at her. Just five feet away from her, just, oh. <laughs> You're tethered to some cables here before you move any further. Crosses out. his leg. That's not going to, the microphone's not capturing that. You Hand over it. his chin, just watching her. Yeah. <laughs> And then from a safe distance, you can say something really clever. I suggest hello. Gold Hunter. Is this Gold Hunter? This is, gold, this is all one comment. Okay. Don't just don't. Like, whatever you're trying to do to help this man, he's clearly beyond it. Right. Uh, if he's still with us, RIP, presumably Mike W. So obviously 100. This, yeah, this, this is, uh, I think, a safe 100 out of five. Yeah. Unanimous. Close the book on it. Now, if Michael W., Wrote into the show Wios. and wanted to do a podcast. Michael Wios, yeah. Oh, Wios? Yeah. You, you'd say yes, right? Uh, well, if he bust out the Ouija board, maybe. Would, you'd have, uh, you assume he's dead? Yeah. If he stopped posting, there, what other reason if could there be? If he was posting so frequently and then he stopped, he's obviously dead. You're yeah. Right. Or in, in an institution. Or a coma, yeah. Or in solitary confinement somewhere. That could be. But no, no, he does not get to come on the show. Because he's going to be asking us one question every 15 seconds. <laughs> And the thing is, the questions aren't like, there's no through line. Like, because with uh, Essential Eugene, there was like, you could sort of paint a picture of his life. Mm. Because there were, there were through lines you could follow. Right. With this guy, it's just random shit. Whatever's on his mind. Like, did, like, the, from his last question, RIP. Oh. Did Vladimir Lenin have a Dublin accent when he spoke English? What does what that even He's the only person in human history that's ever had that thought. <laughs> Pretty safely, yeah. Uh, 
How do A-side and B-side work on cassette tapes? Yeah, there's two sides of the tape, yeah. Most people just rotate. Um, but then there's there, there are some questions about uh, why far-right populism isn't as popular as it should be, <laughs> or what are the uh, the limits for the age of consent in Europe and most U.S. states. Oh, uh, uh-huh. that's not that's not a great look, Michael. Yeah, see, you were we were all acting sad about him being dead, but... Uh, that's not a great look, Michael. Can I take and use my dad's credit card to Paris? Followed by, what's the age of consent in that Paris? That is literally the next question yeah. he asked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not good. The question fucked me up so bad. I can't even think. Of Don't be like Michael. It. Don't be like Michael. You saw that movie like Mike that was referring to one specific Mike. And even he went out and got the Hitler mustache. So, you know, yeah. maybe you don't want to be like that, that one either. Time. Why did he do not that? one person said, Hey Mike, <laughs> I don't know about this one. They might've. And he's just like, Oh yeah. And there's like, Oh no, nothing. Never mind. If somebody, Sorry, could, if somebody could have brought it back, it'd be him. Really? Yeah. I mean, it can't be a German guy. <laughs> Craig, have you thought about a hard truth that you've come to accept about yourself? Um, the one plenty of time. that came immediately to my mind is I'll never, I'll, I've tried, mm. I've watched hours of, of videos about it. I've tried hours of practice. I'll never be able to whistle with my fingers. Oh, you know, I don't know how to do that either. But I've tried. I can't. I have not tried. I lack the dexterity. The gene? The extra flap of skin in between your thumb and forefinger or yeah. something? Can you turn your your tongue into a like a clover shape? Clover shape. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd never tried. Never occurred to me that it was in the, impossible. In the when I when I leave in the mirror, just practice. Try to. I'll do it right now. I don't like I don't like looking at your tongue. I'm sorry. Well, I can't see it, so you got to tell me if I'm doing it right. Uh? No. <laughs> not not like that. That's gonna do it for us this week. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to write into the show, God help you, but you can. Can you whistle with your fingers? No. I was talking oh, to the audience. I thought you forgot my answer already. No. I wouldn't have put it past you. If you can whistle with your fingers, just do that and it'll get our attention. But you can also write in at mailbox at neverbetter.show. That's mailbox. You know the rest. Or uh, actually, no, I already said we're, we're scrapping Twitter to help with Twitter. It's probably dead anyway. What if we get a cease and desist from Papa John? We'll say come and take it. Come on, come on the show. We'll say, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Offer him a chance. Yeah. G- give him our airspace to to shout the N-word into the void. we probably get on today, todayshow.com or whatever it was. Yeah, it seems like a great honor to get mm-hmm. on today.com. All press is good press. I think the papa might disagree with that. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. And so will you <laughs> next week.
Would you really not have the papa on the show? No. What if he was like, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'd wonder what I did wrong. 